Hey guys, welcome back to yet another episode of this podcast, Bridging Faith and Business. This is your hostess, Dela Sabio, and it is a pleasure to be back here yet another week talking to you guys. So listen, while we have been in this global pandemic, the Lord has been showing me the way on who he wants to be a guest speaker on this podcast. And when I tell you we have some amazing, great folks coming within the next few weeks, I'm telling y'all, brace yourselves and prepare because you are about to be fed. You guys are about to have a full blown meal on Mondays on every week on this podcast. Like it's about to be so good. Like I even find myself listening back to the podcast. Did you listen to last week's podcast episode? Wasn't it amazing? My girl Tommy Favor came on and she was amazing. She is absolutely amazing. I love her. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, go back and listen to it. It's not too late. And then come back and listen to this podcast where you are finding joy in the midst of a storm with comedian Mike Logan. So in today's podcast episode, we have comedian Mike Logan, who is originally from Dayton, Ohio. He has definitely been taking comedy and been changing the game by being a clean Christian comedian. And he has humor with no limits. I mean, guys, he is a believer and he's funny at the same time. He is a creator and headliner of the Laugh Already He Knows comedy tour. Mike's aim is to show God's love and healing through laughter. So get ready, guys, because today we are going to just sit back, chill and have a good old time. Let's get this work, y'all. Excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You are so welcome. Not only are you the first comedian on the podcast, but you're also the first male to be a guest on this podcast. So you're Come breaking change. <laughs> you breaking change already on this side, okay? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, mm. curse breaker. So <laughs> before we get into what we're going to talk about today in this podcast, I first want to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself and tell the people a little bit about who you are. All right. All right. First and foremost, I am a man of God. I am a man of God, a servant of the most high, our God. Um, by, by, by career, I am a stand-up comedian. I'm also a father, a husband, um, a musician. I'm a lot of things. You know, a uh, man of integrity, a man, you know, who just wants to see people do well and succeed in this thing we call life. That is me. That is a little bit about me. Amen. So, guys, just to give you a little brief background. So, Mike and Mike is like my brother. So we lead together it at D3 Ministries. And you guys know I talk about D3 all the time. That's my home church. And we serve under the leadership of our pastors, Marcel and Ruth Langhorn. And that is where we met in the ministry. And we've been serving together for about a year and a half or so. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided to have Mike here on the show. Well, first and foremost, the Holy Spirit led me to have him here on the show. And the reason being, um, 
was to spread joy into the lives of those who are facing the pandemic and those who are gripped with fear, those who are gripped with anxiety, those who don't know what to do or what's coming next, those who are going to bed worrying about their bills, those who don't know when, when they're going to get their next meal, those who have uh, faced uh, death in their families already. And so the Lord spoke to me. He said, I need you to have Mike on a podcast because he has a gift of joy that he's going to release um, into those who are listening to this podcast episode. So I was like, of course, Lord, let's go right ahead and have him on the podcast. But anyways, Mike, let's talk about you a little bit more. I want the audience Mm -hmm. the opportunity to learn a bit more about your story. um, Mm -hmm. And the, what type of comedian you are um, and what does it mean? Because I think when we think about comedians, we think about like, um, you know, the ones who are like unclean, they, they cause, mm-hmm. you know, we think about Kevin Hart, we think about um, Trevor, Trevor Noah, we think about Bernie Mac. So what type of comedian are you? You know what? I am, a, I'm a lot of, a lot of types of comedian. I am a, I'm a comedian who used, I used to be dirty. Uh, I was very much dirty. I started off dirty. All I know was dirty jokes and stuff like that. And I talked about, you know, the things that everybody else talked about. And then upon rededicating my life to Christ, I became a clean comedian. I'm a Christian comedian. I can, I can do all types of comedy, but in a way where it still sounds, you know, in a sense, it still sounds dirty because I'm like a, like, I mean, anybody who knows me personally, like, knows, like, I got kind of, like, this ghetto twang in my voice. Like, even, you know, when delivering, <laughs> you know, ministering to people and stuff like that. Like, I just got this way of talking where it's like, you can't tell that I'm, like, I'm still pretty much from the hood. So, it's like, but I, I it's, it's where the hood meets Christ, basically, <laughs> if you want to put a twang on it. But, yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'm not uh, sure. Where the hood meets Christ. Come on. See, that's, that's why we're here. Exactly. I'm about to brand that. <laughs> I'm about to brand that. And yeah, we gotta you gotta cut that out of this episode. I'm, just, I'm messing with you. But yeah, man, it's I'm I'm a clean comedian, man. The type of comedy that I do, I'm a I'm a life teller. I'm one of those, I don't I don't make up jokes. Everything that I talk about is real. I got jokes about, you know, uh my mother as well as like growing up with a parent who just was saved 24 hours a day. I talk about the community, I talk about society, I talk about, you know, being a father, having a wife, like, you know, just everything man like I, I'm, I'm one of those comedians who like to talk about life because i've experienced so much life like i've experienced so much life you know and shout out to the holy spirit for having me on here because i get to talk about experience in life with joey in it yes so that's great mike because it leads me into my next question so describe a time in your life when you had to grip onto joy like joy was your best friend and you knew that without joy you will be in the midst of a storm you will be missed in the midst of a darkness like you had to pull on laughter in the middle of confusion in the middle of fear in the middle of chaos like talk to us about one experience I have a, 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 a great experience. So me and my wife have been on, uh, we've crossed the threshold of this thing that we were, we were in, we were suffering for a long time when it came to finding a place. And I remember a time where we had all of our stuff in the back of a car attached, you know, 
to like, uh, I think we didn't have a U-Haul at the time. It was just all of our stuff in a car. And I literally, like, I could not stop my brain from going, what we going to do? Being sad, being angry, being upset, frustrated, irritated, all in one, you know, kind of like when like those those cartoons spin and the, the smoke goes out of their ears, out of their head. My wife is at work. I'm in the car with myself and anybody that knows or, or like has a husband or, you know, or, or a wife and, you know, like the husband's in charge of figuring out what's supposed to go on. So I'm talking to God, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? And, you know, sometimes the Lord, he used those situations to test your character in those situations to see, are you going to stay faithful? Are you going to say, I remember sitting outside, not knowing where we going to go. I, you know what I told myself? I literally got out the car. I took the last two dollars that we had. I walked to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I bought a coffee and like I, it wasn't about two. I think I had like six or seven bucks. I bought a coffee and a box of donut holes. And I sat in the car and I rode around. I never forget. I rode around the neighborhood pra- playing praise music, P- praising God. You know, keeping my joy. I even I even told the enemy one more. I was like, nope, you're not about to get one up on me. I went to Facebook Live and told people how they have to praise through the storm. I remember that. And it's just one situation where I just, that's probably like the most on the borderline it has ever been. Like I've, I've always had joy, you know, in the middle of storms. But this particular instance was so hard because it just was, I was at the end and, you know, sometimes we asking God for an answer. And I was like, Lord, like, like what, what's, what's going on? Like, I, I need you to tell me something. And that's when he sits back and say, okay, is your faith going to take you where it needs to take you? And I tell you, I went and got that coffee and them donuts and I started rolling around, turning the, 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 the windows down. I wanted everybody to hear my praise music and I just praised through it. And, and eventually, of course, like the Lord always does, he provided, he came through. Wow. So I want to backtrack a little bit in that story. So here you are, you are in the midst of a road where you don't know where to turn. And in this time, you are already um, a born again Christian. You gave your life to the Lord. And now you find yourself in a situation where you don't know exactly where to go. And mind you, your your stuff is in a car. You don't have a place where you're going to go. And your wife is also with you. now. How did you get to this point? Because I think it's important that we um, that we allow people to see that the 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 intense moment of darkness, because right now we're facing a major pandemic. We're seeing death. We're seeing people go crazy. We're seeing people go out of business. I mean, family businesses that has been around for generations are closing. We're seeing uh, people um, moving out of the country. We're seeing, uh, you know, we're seeing all kinds of stuff in our nation right now. So I just wanted to dig in a little bit deeper into the story of how did you get to that situation? Um, because it it's, it, it it came from somewhere. It was it, it derived from a rooted place of, you know, where did you start off? Did you start off here in New York City? Um, where did you start? And, and that had you be in this place where you were in your car, riding the Dunkin' Donuts, not knowing where to go next, what to do next, having the last, set, the last seven bucks in your pocket and buying coffee and donuts and riding around and getting it with your praise music. How did you get there? 
you know what? And this is, I don't want people to take this the wrong way, but this whole thing started with me returning back to Christ because I told the Lord, when I rededicated my life, I was going to go as hard for him as I went while I was, you know, in the streets. So this started, I mean, the story literally is, I don't want to waste all the time on the story, but the story is so it, it dates so farther back than that moment. That moment, the, the moment that started this was when I rededicated my life. And I told God, I said, Lord, I know that this is only going to work out if you, if I do it your way. So when it came to doing comedy, I had to stop cussing. I had to, you know, like I surrendered my whole career to the Lord. I surrendered my whole career to the Lord, which in terms, he, he, and then he, and he tests that he tests that. He said, okay, you, are you really willing to give it up? You know, because this situation, because we were me, me and my wife, we was doing okay. We wasn't, you know, we wasn't down bad. Like I, we have not wanted from anything for anything since we've been in New York, we came to New York, uh, October, 2017, our bills were always paid. We always had extra money. You know, we was hanging out. We wanted to hang out. We had a car. We had a, we had a nice apartment. We, you know, we, it was a walk up. It was just, everything was good, you know? And then Christ, you know, when I rededicated my life and my, me and my wife, we both did, rededicated our life together, you know, Christ says, okay. And then, you know, that's what happens. He takes us through the refining process, you know, strengthens our faith. And, and that's where it got to that moment. This, all that moment led up to me was I was trusting because that's all God wants for us. He wants us to trust him. So it's like, I'm, I'm in this moment and we, we bounce it from place to play. Like we were, we had stability and a little bit and then, then it, but it wasn't built on anything. You know, it wasn't built on God. You know, if we, if we would have lost our job or something like that, we'd have been down and out, you know? So, you know, the Lord just took us on a journey, man. And that was just part of, the journey that he took us on. And it just, those moments right there, which like, which speaks so loud in a time that we in now, you know, that you speak about it. Like it's, it's, it's so, it's that moment right there speaks so loud because it's like, while everybody is losing houses, you know, can't pay rent, don't have money in a pocket. Mm -hmm. I can remember back to that moment where God brought me through. Mm. He brought us, he brought us through. And it's just like, it's, it's so much in that. That is so good. Now we get that you were, you were in um, a storm and I myself can also think about a few storms where I was, that I found myself in and I had to um, use my gifts or lean on God to really pull me out. So how did you find joy in the midst of a storm? Like how other ways? So I know you spoke about you were blasting uh, uh, praise music, riding around um, and eating your donuts. But how other ways were you able to find joy in the storm? Like, can you remember a time where another time where you were like, OK, I'm about to be done with everything. And then joy just came knocking at your door like, hey, Mike, remember me? <laughs> no, it's so it's it's funny you say that because it's like I I got I, I randomly was on my way to an open bike one day and I had ran into this guy who you know walked up to me was like yo yo my man can, can you buy me a soda and like out of all things I just was like 
a soda? He's like, yeah, man, I just want, I want $2 to grab a soda. I'm like, you sure that's all you want? Like, and anyways, I, I just got to talking to this dude ministering, you know, uh, eventually he, he, we sat there, we talked about Christ, you know, he gave his life and I stayed in contact with this guy and he, I believe, I a hundred percent believe the Holy Spirit spoke to this guy and gave me the phrase for the comedy tour that I'm on now called laugh already. He knows. So the thing is that has stuck with me ever since he gave me that. And the funny thing is, is I, I forget it a lot of times. And, you know, as we all do, we call our parents sometimes when things are rough and this is and that. And I, I got to explaining this <laughs> situation to my mom one day because I had like our, our car, you know, uh, I, I ran into a car or something like that. And I think I can't remember the exact situation where because we've been through so much. But my mom says, well, I don't know what you're upset for because you ain't doing nothing but living like God's making you live that thing. And I'm like, I'm like, what you talking about? She's like, he's 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 making you live your shirt. I'm like, what? She says, okay. laugh. She says, laugh because it says, I don't know why you laugh. And, and the funny thing is, when she told me that, it set off such a light bulb because God literally has shown me how He has everything in control, and I constantly tell people that. But it's so funny how when we we go through ours, we forget. So I say all that to say this. I remember one day. Me and my wife woke up. We didn't have too much money in the bank account. And we didn't, you know, we didn't, you know, but we was kind of trusting God on a daily. God was taking us through this like week thing where we just was trusting him every day for food. And, you know, every every day he would provide $20 here, you know, $25 there. We need gas, Lord. And every day he would provide. We get up and we, so we waiting for my wife's check, you know, because uh, at the time I hadn't had any shows coming in. I didn't have, you know, a lot of money coming in from comedy. At the time, we didn't think of nothing about it. So we had really felt like we was up one day. You know, like God had provided us with some money the day before. We went grocery shopping. We had, we probably had about 15, 20 bucks left. Man, we get up the next day to take her to work. The car was gone. We're like, hold on, what? Wow. We, you, we, we look outside and we like, yo, where is the car? And then Talk we like, storm. Mm. Man, when I when I tell you the tow company towed our car, if if I had to put an inch on it, we might was seven inches, seven or eight inches into somebody's driveway. And they towed our car. And it's we started to get upset and we just stopped right there. And I said, you know what, Lord? Everything is for a reason. You are gonna work this out. And I'm telling you. From there all the way to the tow company, I had just the highest of spirits because it's 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 like you know when you told me the other day you're like when the, when the enemy starts persecuting you and doing stuff to you, it's because you're on the right track and he's trying to to turn you. And it's like and I'm like you know what Lord, this must mean that everything is everything is in the up and up and every so they, it's just a it's it's a it's it's kind of like a there's a there's a like a like a great feeling and. Like as bad as it might sound, in being persecuted, whether it's by the enemy or something else, because you know that the Lord delights in that because it's it's going to work out for His good, and it's just like it's something that feels good about when something bad happens. You like, you know what, Lord? Either A, you about to upgrade me, or B, you know what? You are gonna get all oh, like you your name's gonna be great through this. So I'm like, and then I get into the tow company, and I'm all happy, and everybody's like, out of everybody in here, you just. You just all cheery. And I'm like, you know what? Hey, man, God knows everything. It's all right. So it's just like, gotta, 
it's those moments, man. Where and now I can look back on that too and just you know be happy about those times because it pushes you to be happy in other times, bigger times because it starts small. And if I can't be happy through my, you know, my car getting towed, then the Lord, you know, He can't trust me with other things that that He might need to use for His glory in the future. That's the truth. That is the truth. That is so good. Oh, oh man. Um, and so it leads me into my my next point. And one of my favorite things about having a guest on the show that is um, an entrepreneur and a business person is that I get to talk to you about faith and business. So I get that we are faith builders, but we're also business builders. So let's talk about business a little bit. Now we could change the Mm. perspective a little bit of this podcast title and look at it as in what business storms did you find yourself in and how did you find joy in those storms? Now I've got a whole list. Okay. So I don't want you to be ashamed (laughs) or afraid to share lead as the Holy spirit um, allows you to share. Um, because I'll, I can I can um, definitely attest to the point that there's many times in entrepreneurship. And when I talk about entrepreneurship, you guys know that are, are listening. I talk about it as a road in the wilderness. And there are mm-hmm. many times um, that you are going to encounter different temptations. You're going to um, go through frustration. You're going to go through confusion. You're even going to go through times where you probably don't even want to talk to God. I myself had those times too. And I'm definitely not ashamed of it because I know that I, the, those seasons allowed me to be where I am today and in my faith with God and business. So talk to, to us about a time that you found yourself in the midst of a storm in business. You weren't getting any gigs. You weren't getting any clients. You know, you didn't really know when the next thing was coming and you know you had bills piling up and how did you find joy in that man look here let me let let me tell you this because sometimes i don't you know what god is so god is so mysterious like you know like we never know you know like he he only lets us know what he wants us to know you know so it's like so funny though how we think like you know what god gives you this this dope idea and you are out of the blue you like you know what God, this is dope. Thank you. And you like, all right, as soon as I start implementing this, this is about to blow up. Like, wrong. Like, <laughs> right. Boy, I tell oh, you, right. Man, I, boy, boy, I tell you, man, number one, daily, when you did that teaching, uh, when, we, when you preached on the seed, how we, we expect these grown babies, like how, 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 how we plant the seed and we expect this grown baby to come out, you know, and, and like we're supposed to birth this this uh this amazing project and it's it's we have to treat everything like a, a newborn like it's 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 going to be steps and it's funny thing is is I was so you know ignorant to that not because it's just some things that don't cross your mind you know we don't think that God wants to you know he wants to teach us while we're doing it you know we still not ready even though he might give us the idea we're not ready for the finished product but we're ready for step one which is why he gave it to us man when God first gave me the idea for this tour he gave me the idea of a tour that nobody could say no to. And I just, as soon as he gave it to me, I'm like, yo, this is dope. It was going to be, you know, laugh already. He knows. He gave me the tour. You're going to go from place to place, church to church. You're going to do a free show, you know. And at the end, people are going to just give and you'll give 10% back to every church, you know, that allows you to come there. And I'm like, that's a winner. Who would not, who wouldn't accept that? Man, when I tell you. 
if I could show you the DMs, the emails, the messages with zero responses. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, God. Like, you gave me this. Like, <laughs> I was like, you gave me this. Like, why, why people ain't responding to me? Like, why, why is nobody hitting me back? And then you just, you just, she's like, what is going on? Like, and, and it's like, it's a business move because it's like, and number one, the Lord is like, yo, because it, and it's, it's so funny because I think I might've sent out, um, I, I, I emailed and called constantly for about, you know, two to three weeks. And then I just was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe this ain't, you know, like this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing it. And then automatically you go into doubt, you go into, you know, you go into confusion and it's like, Lord, like, I don't know what to do. And I literally, I, I stopped for like a week or so. And I, you know, and it's like, God wants to see business flourish because the, like, uh, God isn't like, God, God isn't a, he isn't a, he isn't a magician. Like is is he can do whatever he wants to do, but he has to make sure that you will steward what he gave you. So he has to bring determination out of you. He has to bring perseverance out of you. And and it just like when when all of that settled in, I realized. And the funny thing is, is if anybody that I realized it from is you, like watching your business, and it's it's it's, it's a because people really don't talk about faith and business. You know, there's either business. Or there's faith, you know. Some people are, oh God, gonna do it. Oh God, gonna do it. But don't put their hand to the plow and, and and work it, you know. Like it's funny though because raised in church as a little kid, that's all you that's all you heard was, oh God, don't do it. I will God, provide. Yo, God will provide. Yo, no. all the time. <laughs> but they don't talk about the works. They don't you know, talk about the works. That's, that is that is a fact, okay? Bold letters and the exclamation point at the end. Now, I want to backtrack a little bit because you said something that was so important. Now, the, the word that I heard when you were talking, when you said that God gave you the idea for the comedian tour and you sent out many messages and DMs to many people, but you had zero response. And the word that came to me was endurance. Now, oftentimes in business, guys, I'm going to pin this point right here. Oftentimes in business, when you are walking in kingdompreneurship with the Lord, he's going to have you think, he's going to have you do things that don't make absolutely no sense, okay? He's going to have you create things and reach out to people just to build your faith, to build your endurance, to build your patience, (laughs) to build every fruit of the spirit, to build your meekness, to build your kindness, I mean, to build every single fruit of the spirit. And a lot of times, you know, we look at things, um, Mike was talking about the, the sermon that I had preached was, was um, I forgot the title, but it was talking about a seed, a seed in need. Um, when we plant a seed, we expect a whole flower out of a little seed after a whole week. So I gave the example of a pregnant woman. When a pregnant woman give birth, she give birth to a newborn. And for us, when we are in business and in faith also, we do the same thing in faith. Um, We expect a whole 10-year-old to come out of the womb. And God is looking at us like, there's a whole process to this, bro. Like, you can't skip 
the process. There is mm. an escalator. There's a step that you have to take in order to get to where I need you to go. And you can't take the elevator because if you skip the step of 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 uh meekness, if you skip the step of kindness, if you skip the step of patience, you will grow arrogant and you will kill yourself and you will die mm. in cholesterol and you won't you won't be able to break the generational curses in your family so god does us a favor by directing us and building us up in every fruit of the spirit and that is so good because that leads me into another podcast uh series the fruits of the spirit which is very (laughs) important in business um so i i love that you said that mike because we god do he does things with intentions we look at mm-hmm. things uh naturally but god is is a spirit being he has a whole 360 view of what our life looked like and we have a whole 90 degree angle thinking we know everything and god Amen. is like but you don't know everything and i need to kill the roots of pride that is inside of you because you think you can do this on your own and until i take that out of you i can't allow you to lead my nation, because you will lead them astray, um, because you can't lead yourself. And the Bible talks about leadership um, in the church. And I think it's prominent in leadership anywhere. You have to be a good leader of your house in order to be a leader anywhere else. And and that's prophetically speaking, you need to be a a good leader of yourself in order to lead anybody else. So, so which is so good, because it leads me into my next point. Now, how how would you um what advice would you give to those listening right now who are having a hard time finding joy basically the name of my tour you have to laugh already because god knows it's like it's it's so funny because I, i i used to tell people like if god if we can get a picture of what god is looking like while we go through our problems He's probably sitting on his throne laughing like they probably think this is it. Like, <laughs> like my, my thought is always to picture That's so good. What, <laughs> what, what, God, what God sees about like when, when we go through what we think is the toughest time and God's just sitting back like, oh, oh, all right, they, they really think it's over. You know what? I'm, and it's so funny because the picture of that is just like. And, and like trouble, tr- the, what people don't understand is like. Trouble, most of trouble is vain imaginations. Most of what we think are storms is what we think is going to happen. It's it's what we think is going to happen. Like we never, like we never cry over what happens in our minds. We always be so scared and so confused about what we think is going to happen. I can't tell you how many times I went through something and the problem that I actually was going through wasn't really what I was scared about because that already happened. I'm thinking about, okay, well, this is going to affect this and this is going to affect that. And it's like, if if people can take a moment to just literally, I'm telling you, you, you divert your attention just, just, just 10 seconds to the left and you will notice that what you're going through, A, and, it's, and when you, if you want to find joy, it's so, it's so funny. If you want to find joy, something, I never forget, I was going through one of the toughest seasons of my life. I remember this. I remember I was having mental battles. It was, I was having career battles. I was having relationship battles. And I just, I remember one day I said, you know what? I'm going to sit on the couch, eat some ice cream, and watch Netflix. Do you not know, halfway through that, I just was like, what problem was I thinking about? 
Like it's 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 so funny, man. Because and and wow. it's it's so <laughs> I, like like it's just I I find joy in so many different things, man. It's just joy in just the thinking of how far you've made it. Like that is joy right there. People don't understand that you can take what you went through and actually line it up with any situation and be like, you know, what, if I can make it through this, I can make it through that. Because at one point in time, you didn't think you was going to make it through that either. Like the joy isn't the sick, like, cause real joy is what's happening in the storm. It's not after it's over. Cause everybody rejoices after it's over. You know, real joy to me is what happens during the storm. It's just like, what pulls out of you? Like, what, what can you pull out of yourself? And that'll tell you how much joy you got. If you can pull some joy out of yourself when you're going through the work, man, and that's, and that's what I think about. I always wanted to be the beacon of joy. You know, like, I wanted God to shine through me so people can see, like, yo, it's, it's so much joy in this person. And then people talk to you, well, how, how can you stay so positive? Yo, because there's light. Like, I don't understand people know this, but God's promises are real. And if that don't give you joy, then there's nothing that I can tell you because joy is what God says. Number one, God says, I want you to live life and live life more abundantly. And that is what God wants for us. And if God wants for us, it got to be able to be able to happen. I find joy in that. I find joy in, in trouble don't last always. It's just like like knowing that this life here is 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 not based on what's happening in the now, you know. You have to we have to know how to be content in every situation and that is found by having joy because joy is not in things, it is having a savior who saved us, who died on a cross for every sin while we were yet sinners, while before we even were formed in our mother's womb, Christ died for us and that gives me joy. So it's just, it's just, it's more than things. Cause people, people think of joy. They think of things. They think of, oh, accomplishments. And they think of, oh, this is, I'm eventually get to a million dollars. Nah, joy, joy is in Christ. I went, I went off on that one. I'm sorry. Yo. No, that's good. <laughs> Pretty much saying that joy is a state of being. Mm. Um, and so it leads me into, while you were talking, I was thinking about the times where um, I had to, source my joy like now that sounds a little crazy um but i had to pull on joy so i was thinking about the times where i i had to find how i was going to get joy back into my life because i can think about so many different times um in my entrepreneurship journey where i was like i just can't like this this is depressing and what i did i did a, a, a few things um, for once, I I had to sit with myself. Okay, Dayla, what makes you happy? What what brings joy to you? And mm. what, what I found was um, a number of things. I I found uh, joy in corny comedians like Trevor Noah. You know? <laughs> Not only he's funny, but he's cute, and I like watching him. And mm-hmm. um, I also found joy in helping other people in their business. And I can do that for free because that's, I, 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 I embrace and I find pure happiness when I see other people succeed in what God has called them to do. Um, and I really had to go back to myself and say, okay, Dela, what 
makes you happy. So in a sense, draw to what makes you happy. And there's different sources of joy. Um, I remember there was a season in my entrepreneurship journey where I was just watching so many comedians on YouTube. Corny ones, funny ones. I mean, for me, I think I watch corny comedians. I mean, compared to my friends and, and Mike, he thinks I watch corny um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, Mike, um, was there a time where Jesus told you a joke? Yo, that is so, <laughs> that is so hilarious that you say that. Because one of the first things I probably ever asked God was what do you laugh at and you are not even going I'm, you know it's funny though only person I've ever told this to was my wife and <laughs> that's how I know this is the Holy Spirit and he definitely told <laughs> he told you to have me on this show because look so I asked I asked I asked God one day I said yo like what what makes you laugh about, you know, and you know what he told me? And you're going to laugh at this. I, and he, I, I don't want this to be. I literally need people to be open when they hear this. He said, remember the one time when you was praying and you farted? I laughed at that. And I I was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, I'm, I'm being so serious. I'm being so serious. This was back. This is before we you joined. So hard, you farted. What? Yo. Well, you know, it was so funny because I was not expecting him to say nothing like that. And it's like we, God got so, God really is funny and has a humor. He, bro, he has a funny side. And this was just before we joined the ministry. This was we was living in our apartment in Brooklyn, man. And I just I used to go to the restroom every morning and pray because you know we had much space. We would share an apartment. And at one day I was in there and I was praying and I pooed it. And like and I, I didn't think nothing about it. And when I asked him that, and bro, I when I tell you I was laughing, and then I tried to call somebody and tell them, and they didn't laugh because they didn't understand. And they like, but bro, like I know it's corny, but this is God who's laughing at it. This is funny to him. Like, and that was funny to me that it was funny to him. Bruh. <laughs> oh man, it was so funny. That's hilarious. Okay, God, can you tell me a joke like that? Cause listen, Yo. I had to mute Ooh. myself cause I was crying. Okay. Um, Yo, that's so funny. That's hilarious. Now, um, was there another time that God told you a joke? Cause listen, God is, God is a humorous God. Like when I tell y'all, he be he be pointing me right back to myself in such a humorous way. Like, see, I told you, let me do it. Yo, like there's so, so many times I could think about, but I want to hear from you, Mike. Bruh, number one. So yesterday I asked, I asked the uh the Holy Spirit what he wanted me to do uh today. Like, like what like what do you what, what would you have me to accomplish today? You know, and he had told me, he had been telling me for a couple of days to write all my dreams in my dream book. So I went I went through my phone. And I wrote all my dreams. And it's so funny how, like, he won't, he, God won't give you revelation to all of them, but some of them, you know. And I don't think that, because I, I didn't ask him to tell me a joke, but this particular one, God has a funny way of revealing stuff. And, oh, man, yo, God is so funny. <laughs> He's just so funny. I'm, gl- I'm glad we're doing this. I'm glad you have me on this because, number one, it, it's, 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 it's making me ask God more now. Cause now I have a whole new like angle that I really haven't explored with, you know, with, with the father, you know, I'm, I'm so into like, you know, what he needs me to do. And, you know, like today I just wanted them things. I want to sit back and I'm asking like, what, tell, 
me some jokes, guy, because I know he got them all. I can't wait till he give me something to tell. Well, he already gave me. Points, I can't wait. I can't wait for it either, because you got some good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So as we wrap up for today's episode, please tell us what is next for comedian Mike Logan. I have a I have a lot of things. Uh, uh, a, a lot of things that I have that I am very much uh, excited about. I have a cooking show about to start as uh, soon as you know the whole social distancing. Congratulations. Yes, I am going to film a show called Cooking with Comedians, and I'm going to have, you know, comedians on, and we're going to cook our favorite dishes, everything from, you know, five-star meals to grilled cheese sandwiches, and we're just going to crack jokes and, and cook, you know, because I'm, I'm I'm very much a chef. I love to cook. Also, uh, my tour, I'm expecting my tour to be needed more than ever. The Lord is creating room for this, so now I'm starting to see how he's working with this tour. So I, like, I'm excited about that. And also I am almost done uh, writing a movie. So Come I'm excited on about movie that. And save the yes. people. Yes. And this is very much, God gave it to me last year. Uh, a, a, a typical movie script is done in between 90 and 120 pages. I am at about 80 pages in. So it's I'm almost finishing up, but you know, glory to God, so he, he he can give me the rest of this movie, and I'll be done with. I'm expecting something, so I'm I'm excited about that. That is awesome! Congratulations on all of your endeavors. So as we wrap up, there are three questions that I love to ask our guests, and the first question is, who is your favorite Bible character and why? Really brief. You know what? This is kind of a, uh, uh, this one was low-key pushed on me, but I don't know if it's really pushing me because I'm starting to love this character, but, <laughs> but Joshua. <laughs> Come on, Joshua. And, I know. And, and, you and, listen to the Joshua I'm, episode? Listen. Okay. No, but you, you, you push me, you, like, you really push Joshua on us because every time you pray, you, you, you talk about, you talk about Joshua's, but as I read his story, I love Joshua. Listen here, somebody. I'll be trying to tell y'all. Yo, yo Joshua, Joshua was number one. The reason why is because I see I see myself in Joshua a lot. Um, and it's and it's not the part where everybody's gonna love, like, oh, you know, God led him to conquer all these, you know, conquer all the land and stuff like that. No, I, I see myself most in Joshua when they went to spy the land and he was like, Yo, we can do it. Mm, that is and, every, and everybody mm-hmm. and, and everybody else was like nah you know, you know and I see myself in that part That part, I, 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 I've always been like that I've always been like yo y'all we can everybody like I don't really know like you know but yeah man but jo- Josh was so dope man love 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 now what is your favorite bible scripture Favorite Bible scripture, James 1 and 2 through 4. Consider pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, knowing that the test of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work for you so you can be mature and complete, not lacking anything. I love that verse. My favorite Come on, theologian. You better prophesy right back to the topic of this podcast episode. Come on, somebody. The last one is, what is your favorite worship song right now? My favorite worship song right now, I don't know the girl's name, but I have been listening to a song titled 
Beyond the Veil. And it's by Michelle Johnson. And I guess the person that plays like the piano, his name is Nathaniel Cole III. But that is my favorite songwriter. I've been listening to that song for like two and a half weeks straight. Wow, I have to give it a listen. Please share with me so I can put it in the show notes down below so the listeners can get immediate access to the song. Um, So with that being said, Mike, is there anything else that you would like to say to the viewers, to the listeners? Um, Oh, perfect. How can we follow you? How can we follow Mike? Where do we go? How can we see what, what you're up to and what's next for you? Man, look here. If if you want anything to see me, I'm at uh Instagram at comedian Mike Logan. Uh on Facebook, I'm Michael Logan, and it's spelled M-I-C-H-E-A-L. My mother is also a Christian, so she kind of named me Mike Hill. Um also uh if you want to contact me for shows or anything like that, uh, my email is laughalreadyheknows at gmail.com. But yeah. Awesome sauce. So I'm going to leave all of that information in the description below, guys. So just look at the show notes. I'm going to have Mike's information there um, so you can refer to it. But that is it. Be encouraged as we go through this Passover week. Today is the first day of Passover, Wednesday, April 8th. Uh, Of course, the podcast is going to air on April, well, Monday, April 13th. But please continue to go through this time and source back to what brings you joy. And listen back to this episode as much as you can, as much as you want to bring you pure joy. And of course, you will never find joy that the Lord can offer you. So turn to him if you really are at loss of finding joy in the middle of this pandemic. So with that being said, I'll see you guys next week. Have an amazing week and we'll see you guys then. Bye, guys. Made up.